Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order. Champion of equal rights, valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice. Today, while Superman searches the barren wastes of the moon for Poco, Jimmy Olsen and Professor Twiddle have been lulled into deep and sudden sleep by some mysterious force. We'll learn more about it in a moment. But right now, here's our good friend, Dan McCullough. You know, gang, one of the exciting things about collecting those swell comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pets is that you already know the characters. You've been following their doings in the funny papers for ages. So when you get a button with Orphan Annie's picture on it, for example, well, it's kind of like meeting up with an old friend. And uh, Smitty reminds you of all the funny things that happened to him in the office where he works. And Superman makes you think of the wonderful adventures he's had, saving people from danger and fighting against criminals. It's the same with all 18 of these comic strip characters. And that's one reason why you won't want to miss out on a single one. Another reason is the fun of trading duplicates with your pals and wearing these smart-looking buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. It's about time now that you should be pretty near to having your collection complete, so you'll want to get busy. Ask Mom to get you a good supply of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, because that's the only way you can get these pet comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere, but there's an exclusive prize in every package of P-E-P Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. When Superman left Professor Twiddle's disabled radar rocket and went soaring over the high, bleak mountains of the moon searching for the missing Poco, Jimmy Olsen and the Professor waited in the rocket, hoping against hope that Poco had not been captured and done away with by one of the giant moon birds. They were discussing the fat little rhymester's mysterious disappearance when suddenly they heard a strange scratching. A moment later, a peculiar pungent odor filled the rocket. And before Jimmy or the professor could move, their eyes became drowsy, their heads nodded, and they dropped off into what resembled a drugged sleep. And no sooner had they fallen asleep than the strange scratching started again. Meanwhile, unsuccessful in his search for Poco, Superman, returning to the rocket, becomes aware at some distance that Jimmy and Professor Twiddle are slumped on the floor of the weird spaceship. Great Scott, what happened to Jimmy and the professor? They're unconscious. Down to the rocket. Down! Jim. Jim, what happened here? Oh, he's out cold. Those are professors. Peculiar odor in here. I better get them outside. Up with them. There. That's better. Now, Jim. Wake up. Jim. 
But this drug, but how? By who? Mm-hmm. Wake up, Jim. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 10 or 15 minutes. I don't understand mm-hmm. it. All right, Joe. Boy. Come on, now. Wake up. Wake up. Sleepy. I know. Wake up, Jim. Wake up. Oh, oh Superman. That's right. What happened, Jim? The, the professor. He's right here beside you. Oh. He hasn't come through yet. That's my dear. All right, come on. Wake up, Professor. You're all right. Poor Poco. Poor little Poco. Superman, did you find Poco? Is he alive? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy now. He's just mumbling. But, but what about Poco? Where is he? I don't know, Jim. I couldn't find him. Oh, golly. Yes, my beard. Where am I? Where you were ten minutes ago. On the moon. On the moon? Heavenly days, what am I doing on the moon? That's what I'd like to know. Snap out of it, Professor. You were asleep. Asleep? Asleep. Bless my beard. Now I remember. We both fell asleep, didn't we? Both at the same time? Yes, I smelled something funny in the rocket. No, 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 no. First, there was a strange little scratching sound. Oh, that's right. Then Wait a minute. What do you mean by a scratching sound? I'll tell him, Professor. You get too excited. Excited? Excited? Who's excited? Why, I'm pure as a cucumber. Yes, you I certainly didn't... are. Now, let's get back to that scratching noise. Where did it come from, Jim? Well, I don't know it. It only lasted for a few seconds. Then I got that funny odor. So did I. And the next thing I knew, I, I couldn't keep my eyes open. Neither could I. And then I guess I fell asleep. And so did I. Neither of you fell asleep. You were drugged. Bless my beard. Drugged? Well, how could we be? No one came near us. We were all alone. That peculiar odor. Must have been a gas. A gas. And hypnotic gas. Very likely. But, but who, where did it come from? That's what we've got to find out. In fact, it may give us a clue to Poco's disappearance. You mean Poco turned into gas? Oh, of course not, Jim. Then, then I don't know what you mean. Well, let's take a look inside the rocket before we do any more speculating. Will you wait here a minute? I'll see whether the odor's gone. All clear. Come on. Go ahead, Professor. Thank you, young man. Thank you. Now... Where were you two when all this happened? Oh, we were sitting right over there. I was on the left and the professor was on the right. I believe it was like this. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry, young man. Never mind, never mind. It's not important. But this is. What? See these tiny holes drilled in the bottom of the rocket where you were sitting? Bless my beard. What are they? Evidently, the gas came up through these holes. That doesn't quite make sense. There's nothing under the rocket. The rocket is resting on the surface of the moon. Therefore, the gas couldn't have come up through those holes. Two plus two makes four. Does it? Good heavens, doesn't it? We'll discuss that later. Right now, we're trying to find out why you were put to sleep and what happened to Boko. Well, wait a minute. We'll wait. We're not going anywhere. It just occurred to me. What did you? Well, those little moon creatures with their corkscrew noses. They could have made those holes. You mean boring up through the surface of the moon under the rocket? That's right. Bless my beard, he's right. Professor, hasn't that beard of yours had enough blessing for one day? Bless my... Uh, why, uh, yes, I suppose it has. And the only trouble is I can't understand why those little moon creatures would do a thing like that. They were friendly before. You say they live under the surface of the moon? Well, that's what we think. We saw them come up out of the ground and then go down again. It isn't ground, young man. It's meteoric dust packed down solidly. Oh, maybe that's the trouble. What trouble? Maybe that's why I can't see through it. Golly, I forgot about that. With your X-ray vision, you ought to be able to see way down deep where they live. But I can't. And it's probably because the meteoric dust contains a large amount of lead or some metal similar to lead. Would you know, Professor? Meteoric dust is composed of silicate, carbonate, Manganate, nitrate, methylate. It is, eh? Well, that's enough. What about lead? Oh, perhaps, in various forms. That would explain it. My X-ray vision can't penetrate lead. Oh, gosh, what a rotten break. Well, at any rate, we've got a clue. Now, tell me, where was Poco sitting when you left him to meet me? Oh, over there, I think. Yes, right over there. Let's take a look at the spot. Oh, oh, what's this? What's what? Look, a big hole was cut out of the bottom of the rocket just where you say Poco was sitting. A hole about... Four feet wide. 
Hole? I don't see any hole. No, neither do I. Oh, the piece of metal that was cut out was replaced. Fit it back in again. Here, I'll try it out. It's coming, it's coming. Sleeper. There. You see? Sleeper, lizards, look. There's a shaft that goes down into the earth. Meteoric dust. The meteoric dust of the moon, not the earth. Oh, I don't care what it is. There's a deep shaft. I can't even see to the bottom of it. I can. It ends at a tunnel. A tunnel? Yes, evidently one of the underground streets or passageways of your moon creature friends. Then they must have a city or something down there. I wouldn't be one bit surprised. Remarkable, incredible. But, but what about Polko? Is, is he down there? I'm afraid so, Jim. They evidently put him to sleep just as they did you. Then they bored a shaft up from the tunnel, cut a hole in the bottom of the rocket, and Polko, still fast asleep, dropped down. Oh, gosh, what do we do? I don't know what we can do, Jim. Since I'm unable to see through this meteoric dust or whatever it is, I haven't the faintest idea where Polko is. He may be right under us or a hundred miles away. We'd have to take the entire moon apart to find him. I hate to say this, Jim, but I'm afraid we've seen the last of Polko. Oh, oh no. Fighting to keep his tears back, Jimmy swallows hard and turns away from the deep, dark shaft beneath the rocket. But as he does so, Superman suddenly stiffens and his face lights up. Evidently, he has an idea. We'll return in a moment to find out what it is. But first, here again is your announcer. Say, gang, do you know anything more cheerful than good golden sunshine? Well, I don't either, particularly at breakfast time these wintry days. So it's no wonder that sunny cereal, Kellogg's Pep, is an especial winter favorite. Because these crispy, fresh whole wheat flakes are loaded with sunny golden toasted flavor. And because Pep gives you loads of sunshine vitamin D. Your daily minimum need, in fact. Mom knows how good that is for you. Sure, she knows how vitamin D helps you build strong bones and teeth. So Mother's mighty glad when you clean up a big bowl full of pep for breakfast. And you're glad not only because it's so downright good, but also because that means you're on your way to getting another pep comic button to add to your collection. Aren't these comic buttons just about the best-looking things you ever saw? Bright comic strip colors, real true-to-life pictures of your funny paper favorites. Now, I know that you want to collect all 18 pet comic buttons in the series, so you better get busy. Remind Mom to get you plenty of Kellogg's Pet, because that's the only way you can get these exclusive prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. Just get your comic buttons from P-E-P, Pet, made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. Almost immediately after telling Jimmy that he was afraid they had seen the last of Poco, Superman suddenly got an idea. As he explained it, although he was unable to penetrate the solidly packed meteoric dust with his X-ray vision and locate Poco underground, there was no reason why they could not descend the shaft and explore the tunnel or passageway. As we continue now, Superman has already descended and is standing in the tunnel at the bottom of the shaft. Jimmy has just dropped down into the Man of Steel's arms, and Professor Twiddle is about to make the leap. All right, come on, Professor. Just drop down. I'll catch you. Uh, are you sure? Of course I'm sure. You saw me catch Jimmy, didn't you? Yes, but I've seen baseball players catch baseballs, but sometimes they drop them. Come on, Professor. Superman never drops anything. I hope this isn't the first time. Well, what about it, Professor? I, I'm getting my courage up. Maybe you'd prefer staying up there. Hello? Hi, guys. You say not. All right, here I come. I'm ready. Perfectly all right. Here, stand up. Can I? Of course you can. There. Amazing. Simply amazing. Now, let's get ourselves organized. 
As you can see, it's pitch dark down here. You mean as we can't see? Not either way. However, darkness doesn't bother me, so I'll lead the way. But I want to warn you both. Stick close to me. Well, you don't have to worry about that. We'll be right behind you. We'll take further precautions. I want each of you to take a corner of my cape and hold on. Don't let go no matter what happens. Bless my beard. Are, are you expecting something to happen? From the looks of things down here, anything can happen. And I mean anything. Well, Superman isn't pulling any punches this time. And when he gets worried and concerned, you can be sure there's trouble ahead. But what kind of trouble? What will Jimmy, Professor Twiddle, and the Man of Steel find in the strange underground city of the moon? Gang, believe you me, you're in for some exciting moments. So don't miss a single solitary episode from now on. You'll hear things you've never heard before as Superman leads the search for Poco in the underground city of the moon. Take my advice. Tune in Monday, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. Superman is also a counter-added feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. Say, gang, get a load of this. Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the famous variety carton of six swell Kellogg cereals in ten separate packages. Makes breakfast more fun than a picnic. With Kellogg's Variety on the table, you can choose among Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Peps, Corn Flakes, Shredded Wheat, Crumbles, and 40% Bran Flakes. Simply help yourself to your favorite. Each box holds a fresh, crisp, heating portion. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Musical Broadcasting System. <laughs>